0: Hello everyone, and welcome back to Zesty Zoypod. in this episode, I'll be mostly talking about if is l a in trouble in terms of the NBA playoffs as we already know um game one has just been game ones have been completed for both the Clippers and the Lakers, and both the Los Angeles teams took decent uh, double digit around double digitish ls, which is quite concerning considering. A lot of people put both of these teams pretty much at the top of the Western Conference for pretty much this whole year so far. And like, can it be possible that both LA teams get knocked out in the first round? For sure. It's, there is a possibility. And will it pretty much, will they lose money? Like the NBA, will they lose big money because of this? Um... There's a good chance they will lose quite a bit. If you look at the Western Conference teams without both LA teams, there isn't really any big market teams left. You could say Suns could be big market. Mavericks could be big market. They're all medium-ish, like small to medium. And none of those teams have had recent success, actually. So it'll be interesting. But yeah, these upsets weren't surprising. As mentioned in a few previous episodes with a various amount of guests, Like this is basically one of the pretty much one of the best playoffs we've had in a while like all these teams are very strong like all these teams can make it to finals and can win like you don't see a weak quote-unquote weak team there it's like for example like over the years we had like even last year with like orlando the crippled nets and like people can remember like the eight seed bucks in 2013 or 2012 when Brandon jennings declared infamously declared bucks in six like there has been like weaker teams as 8-7 seeds, but in this year's playoffs, all the teams are very solid. Um, and yeah, is, so that's why it's it's not that surprising to see like all the teams being decently close. Um, and like, there could be blowouts, and there, there could not. It could, it's just very volatile. I guess I'll start re- recapping the Clippers and Mavericks game. Um, yeah, the Clippers took a 10-point loss, and... And they basically got blasted by Luca. Luca Magic. I mean, a 30-point triple-double. Like, he's pretty much been carrying the Mavericks in the playoffs. Like, him and his supporting cast, which has been really solid. Like, like Dorian Finney-Smith, Tim Hardaway Jr. That they have been pretty solid for these past two playoffs, I guess. And of course, Jalen Brunson, Kristaps. Um, like, Kristaps fully healthy. So I think. This this year the first round matchup between Dallas and Clippers might be a bit a lot closer compared to last year, because of Chris Kristaps having a big interior or just a bigger, big presence. Like he could shoot threes, but he could also be decent on the inside compared to the big men. Um, Dallas had last year, I guess they don't have um, Dwight Powell, or, or like they do, but his he played really less minutes because I think just because of the matchup. And, yeah, and the Clippers, they, they now have Rondo, like, lots of valuable playoff experience, as well as they upgraded for Batum, Ibaka, Reggie Jackson, I think. um, Yeah, they're a very deep, pretty deep roster, but a lot of them are getting old. For example, like, Batum, Rondo, Ibaka, they're all pretty old as of now. Like, their starting point guard is Pat Bev, and, yeah, the, you know, Paul George is their shooting guard, so they, they do have a pretty big team i pretty, but most of them are. They do have a lot of potential for threes and stuff. But but I would say it wasn't a bad game yesterday. Um, Kawhi had 26.10, 26, 10 PG had 23. Like, not the best efficiency, of course. That's why they lost. But it's not like a glaring. They don't have like a glaring weakness. It's just some small things to brush up. It's, Rondo did pretty solid. But I guess the main issue is containing Luca because. He's pretty big, and yesterday the Clippers seemingly um didn't always have Kawhi or Paul George just stick right on Luka, like, like just don't switch, just make sure, like, you have either one of those two of your star, all, for, all, M- all NBA first team defenders who are big and very re- very lengthy to stick on Luka, so, because having, like, Rondo or Pat Bev, like, they could be decent defenders, but Luka's just pretty big and he's very, very skilled, so... Yeah, he played forty one minutes last night, pretty much the most on his team. And Kawhi and Paul George both played over forty minutes. Um, Yeah, so it's a really good matchup so far um, between. And I I don't think the Clippers are in trouble actually. Like the Clippers did lose quite a few games last year when Paul George went pretty much a wall. And I think the Clips are still do okay. It's like it's only a 10 point loss. Um you you already know that. It's the first playoff game. So obviously the first game is the most volatile. It's like it's competition is just, just feeling each other out. Um pause um and yeah, they're just trying to solidify, I guess see their best rotations, best matchups on the floor. But overall, it's, it's it still shows that um Luka can carry this team to a win, and can pretty much carry them to win the series. I wouldn't be surprised that happens, but yeah, I'm pretty sure um, the Clippers are definitely going to game plan against Luka for the rest of the series, given how dangerous he is, and I'm pretty sure, sh- and I'm, I have good confidence that the rest of the Mavs will be able to step up to a challenge. It's, it's like, they it's been like this for a long time. Um, like, Kristaps, he, he could pop off at any game, but I guess Yesterday wasn't his best night, but he was still still did pretty decent. Like all the role players did pretty well. It's just if if you put the ball in someone else's hands in the Mavs, like it's up to them basically. Like Luca will always get his, but yeah. Um, the Clippers, I'm I'm not too too scared. Like I predicted the Clippers in six, but I, I won't be surprised if Mavs win. But Clippers can still very very possibly win in six. It's like this like, this match in particular is quite a toss-up, since Clippers won in six last year, with, and Mavs didn't have uh, Porzingis. And I guess Clippers did upgrade a bit, and Mavs did upgrade a bit, I guess. But overall, they're very close match teams, but the experience definitely goes over to the Clippers by a long shot. They have Kawhi, Rondo, Ibaka, who, who all are, and PG, who are all playoff veterans. PG might not have had the most success, but the rest of them, they have a much more experience than the the Mavs, who are still relatively young. They don't really have any veteran experience, but yeah, I I'd, I'd say the Clippers are not in trouble at all. Um, I definitely think they, they'll bounce back. And um, in terms of the Lakers and Suns, the Lakers lost by nine, um, pretty much, t- and. Yeah, it's quite surprising given that CP3 is out for a bit. He didn't. He only played 36 minutes. I'm saying only, but like he could have played a lot more. Like Pacal Bridges had 41 minutes. I guess his and Ayton had 30, and Devin Booker had 45 minutes of play. So, yeah, Devin Booker went off 34, seven, and eight. And in terms of the Lakers, like LeBron did, had just a double double with assists, like the usual stuff. I think he could have been a bit bit more aggressive, and so is AD. And AD got a bit neutralized. Like I thought before the series, like AD would do so much better. He, he would be unstoppable. But I guess I guess his injury might have affected him a bit, and is not like a hundred hundred percent. And yeah, it, Aiden got twenty one sixteen. He basically won the matchup. Like even though I guess Drummond and basically Drummond still had um nineteen minutes. Of play, um, I like I don't know how useful he was. He had like 12 and 9, but yeah, you could really tell that Aiton is is much more solid. Um, like even CP3, he didn't ha- he only had seven points, but so obviously contributed a lot. Um, yeah, I think the Suns are quite the underdog team going to this series. Like everyone obviously thinks Lakers will win. And I think Lakers will still win. I think this game is still feeling out a bit. Like, Suns got much more rest than the Lakers, who pretty much had a really exhausting game playing game against the Warriors, like, four days ago. Like, even if... And while the Suns had had pretty much a full week relative to the Lakers, around half-week, it's it's like, yeah, last game, like, AD had 42 minutes, LeBron 35. Eh, Not too much, actually, but, yeah, you know what I'm saying, like, Suns had much more time to game plan, um, much more time to make sure make sure all their plays are working, finalize stuff. But yeah, with CP three, he could carry teams a lot. And yeah, it's quite the upset for for game one. But just a reminder um, about how, basically how the Lakers have lost a few game ones last year as well. Remember the very first playoff game against the eight seed Bubble. Blazers with the bubble MVP Lillard. Like, a lot of people were counting them. A lot of people were counting out the, I guess, the Blazers, and they won the first game, and everyone was overreacting. So, I don't think we should over- overreact. It's just the first game. Even though CP3 could have played more, um, he he, would, you could say it's a bit hobbled now. It's not 100%. You could say that. But I'm pretty sure LeBron and AD will definitely bounce back. Those, these, those, these games, this game was like even worse than. The Warriors won, and that one was really bad. Like, the Lakers had like basically the best net defense, the best defense in the league, I think, and it held the Suns to ninety nine points, which was solid. Um, the Lakers only had ninety though, so yeah, gotta give credit, some credit to the Suns team, but I'm pretty sure LeBron and AD will definitely they're just feeling out the because Phoenix is much more different than the Warriors in terms of their play style. Like Chris Paul, pure point guard. Devin Booker is like solid all-around shooting guard compared to basically just curry carrying the curry just straight carrying the the warriors and like pretty much threes all over the place eight and much bigger paint presence compared to i guess draymond or whoever they had at the five like a few days ago so yeah it's a much different play style compared to the warriors so i'm there's still some adjustment needed um uh yeah o- overall, I'd say it's, it's it's I don't think people should overreact um it's still gonna be a close matchup for sure um, yeah, it's a close matchup, but I think the Lakers should definitely win in five that's how I predicted, and yeah, I'm not too worried about this game um just a solid game one. Phoenix won by nine. It's not that much, and yeah, I'm pretty sure LeBron and AD will def. If either one of them go went to, did a lot better this game, especially if AD did a lot better this, like did it produce use his usual numbers, like it it would be a win for the Lakers. But it's just an off game. So I'm not too worried about it. So overall, um, yeah, the Lakers and Clippers are not in trouble at all. It's just game one. We shouldn't overreact, but. If it's something to say, it's like we shouldn't over underestimate the Mavs and the Suns. Like both of them, like people say the Clippers tanked for the Mavericks, so because I guess they're much more comfortable playing against them, which makes sense. And I guess people are writing off the Suns since kind of a fluke it's two seed, um, and they're against the Lakers. But yeah, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure that this playoffs will still draw big, big money, big. Big audience, like because I know definitely at least one of the Lakers or Clippers will advance, uh, and I won't be. And I'm pretty much I can put money down that both of them will, since they both have superstars who have have gotten it done before. In terms of other matchups, um, not really too interesting, not really a big deal. Like Heat and Bucks, you anticipate a close match, a uh, match, so it's not really a big deal. Um, you expect a, a Nets win. Yeah, um, not a twenty-point win like I, like I think every game will be mostly because I guess um the, the chemistry s- can still go up. It's like, j- like the the big three all did really well. It's just I know I know they have much more better p- potential than that. Um, Trailblazers kind of whooped the Nuggets a bit. Um, yeah, it's like Dame like all the, their whole team went off, but gotta know that um. They don't have Jamal Murray, and yeah, they both still have Nuggets. Still has a solid lineup, but overall, it's I'd say the Blazers. Yeah, I just say they have a big advantage because Jamal Murray isn't there, and you know, like the 40 point performances he had last year, like his he he was insane, and he was a big factor to how he went to the conference finals, conference finals or second round. Conference finals, yeah. Um, yeah. So not a big deal. Um, the Raptors versus matchups not a big deal. There's nothing really too alarming to point out, except I guess the upsets by the the Mavs and Suns, since everyone pretty much those are the big headlining stories. The big teams, big LA teams, and yeah, there's no trouble with them. No, no predictions have changed so far, and yeah, the, as just don't overreact. That's the main thing. Um, these aren't not like any staggering thing. There, there's not like there's no super flashy like weaknesses or bad signs for any of these teams to worry about right now. The Clippers and Lakers, so yeah, pretty excited to see a potential, potential maybe conference finals between them. I wouldn't rule it out yet. So yeah, I guess this wraps up this shorter episode of the Zesty Zoid Pod, where I talk about the Lakers and Clippers, and basically they'll be good. Don't worry about it. Um, so yeah, thanks for watching. Are listening and stay zesty.